It's now time for Garrick Knight on Trot's Life. Garrick Knight, how are you, mate? Uh, and whereabouts are you on this fine Wednesday? Oh, I'm good. Thank you, sir. I am just about, I'm just coming from sitting on my deck. There's a lovely fine day today, so I was enjoying a bit of time outside under the umbrella. S- sitting on your what? Uh, deck. Okay, just clarifying. Uh, RC Simpson, <laughs> let's move on quickly before we get taken off air. RC Simpson Memorial on Saturday night to race some stunning horses of one across the years, mate, and particularly the famous edition in 1991, to me anyway. There's quite some interest in this race, really, as not only is there a first-up runner in excess for Daryl Graham, who is uh, closely connected to Jason Grimson, but Mr Bondi's in the race, the horse we've spoken about before. I didn't know that's in the race, the horse we've spoken about before. So we get a real good lineup from you in uh, regards to In Excess to compare to those other two horses. Yeah, In Excess is an interesting one. Um, I, I'll be honest, I didn't even know he had left the country until you just pointed this out to me. Um, yeah. He only raced here two weeks ago. While I'm talking to you, I'm just going to punch it into HRNZ. He might have only just left the country like yesterday or today. Hang on. Nah. Nah, couldn't, yeah. couldn't have yeah. Well, I would have seen it. I don't miss these kinds of things. Um, and just like that, the HRNZ website's not working for me. But I exported 12th of February, which was Monday. Yeah, so, uh, so he's only just gone over there. Um, obviously, Daryl has trained many horses for Dean Shannon, Montana Park, so it's a transfer rather than a sale. Um, he, he's a nice enough horse, but he probably wasn't in Barry Purden and Scott Phelan's top three or four that he had, that they have a nice little crop over here. Obviously, headlined by Cold Chisel. Um, so I guess Dean's decided that sh- that he's better placed in Australia. So yeah, I, I'm always I'm always a little bit circumspect about Australia and Kiwi horses going to Menangle first up. It's, it's a different style of racing, um, and so some of those other ones there, locals, you know, like um, Ravishing Sloy and uh, a few others there, Mr Bondi, whatever, that have had a bit more experience um, in the Australian conditions. Yeah, um, just on those three Kiwis you mentioned, uh, you know, on New Zealand form I would, or ability, I would say Mr. Bondi's the better of the three. Um, and he's yep. strung, what, two or three nice ones together over there at the moment. Oh, oh, you know, Leighton, to be fair, but still, um, one was a British plate and he won by, I don't know, five lengths or something, didn't he? I saw that the other day. So, yeah, yeah without knowing the form of the others, and I didn't know that. I think we talked about that recently. He was a he was a cheapie off, off a website. Then he came out and won by 34 metres first up, so um, at Shepparton. So, yeah, yeah. obviously obviously Jackson's uh, found the key to him. Well, so in summarising all that, apart from maybe the Jason Grimson factor, if he's helping out with his horse, uh, Mr Bondi's the one. Well, I would highly doubt Daryl Graham would be taking advice from anyone, much less uh, Jason Grimson. I mean, he's Daryl's a very successful trainer in his own right, um, unless unless there's some sort of 
a you know notified stable transfer that that Jason is looking after this horse. In which case, uh, well, I guess it's possible given Daryl's from Queensland. Um, but without knowing that for sure, I, I couldn't I couldn't say. But I mean, again, if the horse is only flown out two days ago, what? They'll, they'll know nothing about it, really. They'll have only had a chance to probably work it once or twice mo- at most. Yeah. All righty. Now, uh, do you want to talk a bit about maybe the mayor's race last week? Uh, where is that? Uh, Manhattan ran third to All-American Lover and Mr. Cap won the, uh, the Breeders' Stakes over there. Is, just, is, is that your feature, mayor's race, for the whole year? And uh, pretty good result, really, for our great mate Manhattan. We have two Group One mares races. One, one in Auckland just before Christmas, called the Queen of Hearts, which was won by Lady of the Light, and this one, obviously, the Breeder Stakes in Addington. I don't think you'll find any trainer or owner or breeder over here that doesn't think there should be more for the mares. It's an ongoing gripe, um, and there's often seen some of our better mares sent to Australia to race for you know faster mm. times and more type. And I, I really do think there needs to be a concerted push. To, to provide more black type for the for the girls, there there has been a severe up uptick for the the trotters, the trotting fillies and mares. The last 12, 18 months, we've seen that. So now we want to see a bit more for the paces. But now, look, All American Lover. She, that's her second Group One. She actually won the Auckland race just over a year ago from Three the Pegs. This one was different. She had to sit parked, and geez, what a performance it was! Manhattan, wonderful again. Um, I'm starting to think she might just forever be the bridesmaid. It's about her third or fourth group one placing. She just can't seem to get over that hump. She finds one better. Beating the nose in Queensland back in winter in their group yeah. one probably was going to be her best. I'm led to believe she might be heading back up there now after that race, possibly to Mr. Jack Butler. Is that, that I don't know if you've heard anything, but that was one thing that might have that I heard that might be popping up. Um, probably the disappointment of the race was Lady of the Light. You know, there's talk about her getting a slot in the race by Grins, where she would draw barrier one, provided there were, uh, I, think, I think it's mares inside three-year-olds, or three-year-olds inside mares. Anyway, I don't think there'll be a three-year-old in the race. So she was probably going to draw barrier one if, if she got a ticket, and um, her trainer, Jeremy Young, have been talking about setting track records. So those are fighting words, and we probably expected her to come out and go the back-to-back last week. Well, I did anyway, but no, she was quite disappointing. So that's probably the only head scratch out of that race. And just on I the subject think, of mares, um, I just want to hark back to seven days ago. I gave a very significant push for end of a thousand bays. So it was very disappointing. But just a postscript to that, uh, Stewart's report showed that she's been stood down. She was lame, and I've heard subsequently she suffered an injury during the race. So that I do apologise to anyone who uh, followed followed me in on yeah. her last week. But she did unfortunately have a uh, have a reason for that failure. Yeah. Don't need to apologise for that, mate. I'm sure three-year-olds draw the inside, and you might know this horse. Uh, Freddie Tabor trains one called Nathan Street, who won the New South Wales Breeders' Challenge as a two-year-old, and I had him on the radio last week, mate, and I said, when Sushi Sushi won the Great Northern Derby, if there had been a million-dollar slot race, would you have gone in it? He said, yes. I said, if Nathan Street performs well in the New South Wales Derby, could he possibly go to the Great Northern Derby? He said, yes. If he won the Great Northern Derby, could he go in the slot race? And he said, possibly. So uh, make of that what you want. It's pretty extreme. It's an outside chance. But who knows, a three-year-old called Nathan Street from Australia 
could be in the slot race, would you believe? Well, if Freddie's prepared to bring it over, um, which he's shown in the past, he was more than willing to with great success. Yeah. Um, why not? If, I mean, if he come over and won the derby and, and that he put it out there, hey, I'm, I'm willing to deal for a slot race spot. I know last year, um, the last slot to go, they took a mare called No Matter What yeah. um, because she was going to draw barrier one. And people kind of poo-pooed them a little bit. Saying, uh, she's not even our best mare. What are you doing? Um, and she would have run second or third had she not galloped with about 20 metres to go. You know, and she yeah. was arguably probably outclassed in that race, but it's so important to draw one at Cambridge in a race like that. And um, it actually proved to be a master stroke almost. So, I mean, if there's one or two slot holders left in the Northern Derby winner, or even if he's on a placing in the Northern Derby, says, hey, we're keen, and draw barrier one, well, there might be some business to be done, that's for sure. And what's your opinion on Oscar Bonavina? Is he going better than he ever has? It's, I tell you what, it's been quite the renaissance story, Oscar. So a bit of background. He nearly died as a foal. He got very sick and was hand-reared by the partner of Maddie, the wife of Maddie Williamson, leading junior drive, uh, leading trainer driver down, down south. Yeah. Maddie's father, Phil, trained it. They sold it for very a very significant sum to Mark Purden's father. Roy, who's now passed, and Chris Ryder, I think, or Peter Ryder, one of the riders. Um, and he had all the hopes in the world. Never quite delivered on them. Mm. But just the last this last prep, the last nine months, and he's like seven or eight now, he's finally starting to whether they've you know, given him some vet work or changed his shoeing or he's just finally happy and healthy and sound or what, but he's just I don't think there's any doubt he's the best trotter in the country now. You know, I think he's he's leapfrog leapfrog back over Muscle Mountain. And you'll be you'll be hard pressed to find a trotter ever. And I don't say this lightly ever in Australasia that had a, a sharper sprint than him. That's his asset. He is just absolutely lethal up a sick. He's asked to do too much. You know, he was, I think he got beaten in the Ashburton flying stakes here, been asked to sprint from about six hundred, just not really his go. But if he's within six, eight lengths of them on the bend. He's just he's just amazing. So I don't know. One day there'll be a story told about why he's turned it round, but I know they've all thought he was this good and he was one of the great disappointments until recently. Michael Durham was on a show over here last week and he said at best he'd given up on the horse, he'd sacked him. He's never yeah. gonna, never gonna get another dollar of his. Um and I think most people felt the same. You know, he'd just been a he 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 performed okay, you know, picked off the odd group two and three and maybe a group one placing here and there, but he'd been a, a disappointment for the expectations, but cool blimey, has he, um, has he rectified that in the past 12 months? Yeah, well, I, the trot slot awaits him, and th that's where we'll find out where he's truly at when it's Call Me The Breeze, Just Believe, Muscle Mountain, Bolt For Bruins, whoever's in it, and Oscar Bonavina. It's going to be an amazing race, and that's when we'll really find out where Oscar Bonavina's at. Jeez, I don't, whatever religion you are, just so even if you're not, just say a prayer that all these horses are happy and healthy and get the start line at Cambridge for that trot slot race. It's we talked about it last week. It's just gonna be phenomenal and Yeah. Oh, I can't I really can't. I mean to, to me the big clash is, is Oscar Bonavina just believe. Those are the two to me that I'm uh, you know, Marshall Mountains one must be close to a million now and plenty of group ones and 
call me the breeze showed at the Great Southern Star. He's he's the new player around and the supporting cast as well. There's some there's some really nice ball. If Queen Lowe can bounce back to her best, well we know how good she is. Yeah. I think I don't think anyone anyone would dispute that she's down on her best probably since the end of Dominions. But um anyone can get her back to her best, it's Mr. Lily, I suppose. Well, felt like there was a tornado go through uh, my place in Jembrook last night, mate. There was branches down everywhere, uh, so I thought it was fitting we'd mentioned Dave Branch as well and uh, the trot swat and, and, the, and the race by Greens. Uh, Garrick, thank you so much. Thanks, mate. I'm glad to hear at least you were okay. I hope your family is as well. And just one last thing on relating to that, I, I did like uh, Andy Gaff um, making light of a poor situation with his Twitter post yesterday showing as, as uh, stable renovations, which obviously were as a result of a storm or a gust of wind or something that knocked the wall off, off, his, off his barn. So, um, you know, if you don't laugh, you cry, I suppose. And I guess Andy adopted that policy, but I know I had a chuckle like many others. Yeah, well, it's a dangerous place there because it was Tornado Valley there for a while, so they just kept coming through. Uh, Garrett, thank you very much. Thanks. Start up. See you next week.